Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hi, everybody. Today, we're here to talk about performance reviews. Oh, how everybody just loves performance reviews. Let's face it, nobody likes performance reviews. Managers don't like performance reviews. Employees don't like performance reviews. Even HR doesn't like performance reviews. Why is this? It's because they're outdated. Most of companies' performance reviews are this boring, monotone, once-a-year feedback session that is just simply too late. They shouldn't be having these conversations all year round, but nobody makes that happen. Uh, people don't have time, and the ball just keeps getting cut, a kick down the court, and therefore our performance reviews are outdated and meaningless. So what I want to talk about today is how do we change this? How do we change the culture of outdated, meaningless performance reviews that are just a little check in the box for everyone involved and quite honestly, annoying and 100% ineffective? We want to move our performance reviews into regular feedback. I don't know, maybe effective people management so we want to make sure that it's not just about performance, but it's about goals and meeting those goals and metrics in those goals. And then also, not just performance, but also behavior, how people act and react in the workplace. How are we going to do this? Well, today we're going to go over a focus on company values. Then we're going to talk about job descriptions because guess what? Job descriptions should be used to have these feedback conversations. And you could turn job descriptions into feedback forms. And so we do not have to have a separate performance review format. We should be using job descriptions for that format. It always drives me crazy when I go into an organization and A, first of all, they may not even have job descriptions or they're 10 years outdated. And then when they do have job descriptions, the performance review, the annual review, is not at all related to the job duties, the knowledge, skills, and abilities that are required to work in that job successfully, the goals around that job, and then even you know, the physical and mental requirements around that job. You, know, you're, you need to be connecting the job description into all these feedback conversations in order to stay out of court. That is our purpose today. So if you've been on any of my podcasts before, any of my training sessions, or you've read any of my books, you know that I love to talk about company values. And why do I want to talk about company values? And you might call them something else, but performance, good or bad performance, is usually pretty easy to identify and it should be easy to handle. It's not always easy to handle because the longer we ignore it, the harder it is to discuss and people have been getting away with good or bad performance, I should say, for a while. And if you don't give them feedback, well, geez, how do they know that it's bad performance? But I digress. 
performance is typically a lot easy to identify and handle. I find through my experience that managers get stuck and they're scratching their head when they don't know how to deal with behavioral issues. People are popping an attitude or they're coming to work late or violating these company values or expected behaviors in the workplace. Well, now behavior could be a lot easier to you know, pinpoint on a piece of paper by using your company values or your principles, whatever you might call them, as a guide. So ta-da, we add those values into the job description, use that job description in recruiting, which we just talked about in my last podcast series, is using the job description to hire the right person. So if you have the values added into every single job description, then you'll be using those values for interview questions, as well as now for performance slash behavior, aka employee feedback. Um, conversations, whether they're annual, quarterly, monthly, daily, whatever it might be. So what are these corporate values? Uh, Values are statements or words in some cases that allow managers to identify great behavior and then, you know, give people feedback on that behavior. And when it's not great behavior, according to the company values, hold those employees accountable for their behavior. Now, the interesting thing here is it all goes, uh, you know, both ways or multiple ways because managers and leadership have to also comply with these company values. Remember, people, you know, do they act how you act. So if you're going to be complying with company values and expected behaviors of the organization, then they're going to be more likely to do it as well. Performance management plus behavior management will then lead to much more respectful interactions and respectful conflict. Remember, conflict is not a bad thing. Conflict can really change the course of a department and and a company in our world. There is positive conflict, but it has to be handled appropriately and professionally. Uh, Great performance management plus this behavior management also leads to more creativity, more innovation, more diversity of thought because people are comfortable speaking up professionally and respectfully. In the end, this ends up getting rid of that negative conflict, less employee drama, and guess what? Less supervisor and manager stress. All of this combined leads to a much more competitive advantage that your organization is going to have over other organizations not just in the revenue and sales department, but in the recruiting and retention department as well. So we have to, we're finally here, 2022. We have to manage employees' performance and employees' behavior. Getting back to the official guides, the values and expected behaviors in the organization. Again, you're gonna use these all the way from job ads and interviews, to ongoing performance and behavior conversations, even in official evaluation and uh, improvement plans that we occasionally have. Uh, We're also going to use the values to approve and decline new ideas or initiatives. And unfortunately, or fortunately, depending how you look at this, it is also going to be a way to remove negatively behaving employees from your organization. Same thing as well as employees who perform negatively, although that's a lot easier to identify than the behavior. So 
a values and expected behaviors will also be used in terminations. Some examples of values, and you probably have these in your own, and if you don't have a set of values, please let's get together and, and create a set of values. But the words that I have seen, they're either words or they're statements that contain these words are things like trustworthy, creative problem solver, or just problem solver. Not everybody has to be creative. Charismatic, sense of initiative, driven, customer focused, consistency, honesty, transparency, integrity, continuous improvement. These are words that I see in a lot of people's, a lot of companies' value statements. You do want to be careful though in some words because even some that I've already just mentioned, like charismatic, everybody in the organization does not have to be charismatic. Um, and in fact, you probably don't want everybody in your organization to be charismatic because they may not um, be, that may not be the right trait for a specific job, say like a, you know, super focused, detail, data-driven job. So do be careful when you're creating value statements that they, the words go throughout the entire organization and not just the couple leaders in the organization. So we want to make sure that everybody that is employed there feels comfortable with these values. And then you're going to use those values to pick people, you know, out in the community to come work for your organization, because you're going to be asking questions about that in the interview. And then all the way through every single review and feedback session, um, Values, again, they're going to be crucial for removing employees with bad behavior or poor attitudes from your team permanently. Today's session is about feedback, you know, no more outdated performance reviews. And so values, 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 expected behaviors should definitely be involved in these conversations, in every single performance or behavior conversation that occurs with an employee or even with a candidate as well. Um, in order to create your own value statement or set of values on your own, I actually have step-by-step -step directions in my second book, uh, which is about dealing with jerks at work. And it's a step-by-step -step instructions on how to create company values via a committee. Why a committee? I like to have committees because then you get a diverse set of thought and a diverse set of people involved, including one or two of those individuals that already have one step out the door. Maybe if you engage them in creating new behaviors expected in the workplace, they may be back in and feel, okay, I'm engaged or the culture is changing here. So please, if you don't already have a set of values, um, make sure that you get a committee together to create them. And if you do have a set of values, dust them off, make sure they are appropriate for today you know, the year 2022, wherever your company stands for today, go backwards, add them to all your job descriptions, add them to all your candidate interview questions, and then add them also, of course, to your handbook. And then any kind of review or feedback format that you might use or any kind of session that you might use. Next year session, we are going to talk about but isn't it just a job description? Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.